Welcome to the old and the new podcast results show. I'm Mick McGraw. I'm Gibbo. Gib. I'm Mick. Pretty short one, I think. Yeah, weather's played havoc on it. Not many games. Council called all games off. Do you reckon they were right or wrong? I think they're right because of what's coming this week. The Friday and Saturday was all right, weren't it? But then Sunday, yeah, some of the pitches. Were the other went. Yeah. The other went. So I think I don't think any will be on this week as well, Michelle. No, I don't think they will. Right, we'll start with Asheville called off again. Yeah. Waterlog pitch, home. To struggle, it's an issue for them, that isn't it? It is, considering. Um, In that league. Yeah, because you, you, know, you play so many games. Um, Lairds got beat 4 1, home to South Liverpool in the Cup. South Liverpool League above us? No, same, same level, level, but different league. Normally a Cup team as well, Lairds, aren't they? Yeah. And use We won 4 0 away at Longridge. After getting beat Tuesday night at home to Prestwich, so we've bounced back, we've gone top of the league. Very good performance. Yeah. Very good, I'm happy. I never got there, so I don't know. Yeah, that's probably why we won. Is that what it is, yeah? Yeah, what we won. Alright, we'll go to the Chester League. Friday night, the Vets Division 1. A brace from Eddie Jeb plus strikes from Jimmy Gomez and David Byrne was enough for Shaftesbury Vets to take all three points. Winning 4-2 against West Cave Vets who applied through Neil Atkinson and Sean Rooney. I like the way everyone's jumping on the Friday nights for the Vets. I think the class. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Right, we'll go to the Premier Division. The recent rain puts an end to most fixtures on Saturday Bar 2. But this does not stop the goals from rail, raining it down as 20 goals were scored in two games. The first was a cracker as Hull Rangers hosted Lockdown FC. Goals from James Bignall, Jack Boyd, Michael Clark seen Lockdown Stormers a final lead after 20 minutes. But two goals from Josh Leach gave Hull hope as the half came to an end, 3-2. Early in the second half, James Bignall restored Lockdown's two-goal lead. But Hull rallied yet again to bring the score level 4-4. With strikes from e- from the excellent Josh Hopley and Josh Leach also completing his hat trick. James Bagnall then completed a hat trick of his own and was aided by a strike from Jamie Patton to give them a two goal cushion once again at 6 4. Hull wasn't finished yet. And the Charlie Bell goal made it a nervous last 15 minutes of lockdown, who eventually got over the line, taking the points in a 6 5 win. Moving them within a point of the of the league leaders, Black Horse. Neston no man reserved, netted three times via Alex Butterworth brace and a Will Shook a single, but this wasn't enough as Wagon and Horses scored six, with Harley Benyon and Kieran Ball both bagging doubles, Chris Farney and Aiden Field with singles. Tight that league. Black Horse played 11, 19 points. Lockdown played 11, 18 points. Hull played 9, 14 points. So that was a massive win for the Shafts. Shafts are like in 6, but they played 6 and only 11 points. They've actually dropped the least points in the league. But they've won 3 to 6, 2 2, and lost 1. Now you do the same again on your next one, you, it's going to be tight. Yeah, well, that was it for the yeah, Chess League. That's it. That's it. Done. Done. Quick. No reports either, so... So we'll go to the West Cheshire League. Following successive Will Senior 
and Cheshire Amagical exits. West Cheshire two league leaders, Pilton Vic suffered their first lead defeat of the season as they went four, went down four once at Built Reserves. Cam Grant double, favourite goals from Joe Williams and Dan De Costa saw the host over the line of the Frankie Ward on target for Vicks. They need to sort themselves out, don't they? Yeah, it's not good, mate. You cup. handle the cups if you yeah. win in the league. You figure it doesn't matter cups, but then if you keep losing, yeah, it does get to you in the end, like. The results saw Sutton Athletic go level on points with leaders. Vicks went Sean Weaver obliged with the game's only goal against Runcorn Sports, while third place Ash Reserves maintained interest. Danny Whitehead nice. scoring two. Nice to see him back again. He had a bit of energy, didn't he? A 2-0 victory over McGull Reserves. They've got Ash have got two games in hand on the Vicks and get within two points of them. And the Vicks have got three games in hand on Sutton who will level the points with them now. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? That's could, be. could be a free wire, couldn't it? Yeah. Following Friday evening's 4-2 win over Newton, Bootleser and Edmonds stayed four points clear at the top, but despite a double from Joel Jackson, Ainsley Villa capitulated 3-2 to replies from Vauxhall Reserve players Jack Darlington, Graham Morton and own goal. Good win that for our Yeah. Yeah. doing alright, I think they won five on the bounce now. Cups in the league, like. Yeah, doing okay. And own goal for was all Cape Nears Villa had to show for their efforts losing 3 1 away at Rain Hill. Goals apiece from Anne Dunleavy, Dave Kelly, and Dylan Hodgkinson. Division 3 action saw Hooten elevated yeah. to second place after a 10 0 win. Yeah, massive win for us on Saturday, literally. Goals from Deezer Game, Redders 2, Joel 3, Paul Byrne, Ben Lemon, Duckers, and the big Geordie, Ben Noble. Goals are great, but clean sheets are better. We played some outstanding stuff and Groves just couldn't live with it. Goal of the day was a great team move. About 10 passes back to front. Will got to the byline and back heel for Lemon, who rifled her own. Perfection. Followed by a celebration that from Lemon that would get you stoned to death at the World Cup. Another highlight was a 30-yard shift from Joel for his trick in another brilliant performance from the lad. Shout out to Redders and Will Bulpen, who both came back in and were outstanding. Crossy, Clampett and Dees, superb in the middle, both full-backs, Ducks and Lemon, scoring, and both with brilliant performances, full of energy. Credit to Groves, who never gave up, also the referee was brilliant, easy to say in a big win, but he was good today. Up to second now, and really hitting form. League Cup quarter-final next week against Ellesmere Port Town Reserves, then two more winnable games as we look to end the year. Still in second with all to play for. Good win, that. Yeah, doing well. In contrast, the solitary efforts from Stephen Butler won the won day for Runcorn Sports Reserves against fourth place challengers Nestor Nomads and likewise Jack Gibson Syke in Hesler Reserves. Maximum spoils from local Derby versus West Kirby Reserves. Yeah, we've got one off West Kirby and we've got Hesler's as well, haven't we? Yeah. Not a very young squad, but Hesler equally had some young lads out. Evenly matched first half with a good battle in the midfield. Owen missed a one-on-one with a great save from their keeper. Half-time, 0-0. Second half, pretty much the same. Both sides pushing for a goal. Heswell, Jordan, Chualco always looking a threat when he gets on the ball. And the big fella in centre-mid dictate and play for them. Ten minutes in and sloppy defending back post allows Heswell to smash home. Great finish. Wecker pushed for an equaliser, but a couple more missed chances, and we just couldn't get the goal. 
finished 1-0 to Hazel. Man of the match, Derry. Great game, centre mid. Man of the match for Hazel, Jordan Chualco. Should be playing Division 1 too, in my opinion. Not one to moan about refs, but Kenzie, the ref, ex Hazel player for many years, had one of the most biased games I've seen him have. He wouldn't let any of us talk to him, not even my captain. As bad a referee as he was a player. Mm. Harsh words, then. Salty. Very salty. Salty, is that what you're going with? Yeah, salty. Salty, eh? Yeah, is the Hazel's report. Our reserve travelled to West Kirby, reserved in a six-pointer with three points and much for us. Brilliant performance followed with the back line tremendous on the day. Well marshaled by Sean Hogan and the superb performance from goalkeeper Finn Collins. We looked hungry and sharp all over the pitch. Jordan Chiwaku was a threat all game, but it was Jack Gibson who netted the only goal when a goalmouth scramble left the ball at his feet and he made no mistake from six yards. That was a huge win for our reserves. And one we deserved. Loads of positives to move forward. And you've got another one, haven't you, that? It's not on that. I'll go, I'll do that in a minute. Once do it at the end, yeah. The form book ran through in Saturday's, Saturday's Pike Cup first round ties. Highlighted by holders, Mosley Hill, who romped 5 0 against Chester Nomads. With Connor Anderson 2 Owen Cassidy 2 and Don Murphy finding the net. Strongly fancied Maisie Royal. The no. efforts from Liam Driscoll. Two and Dylan Thomas. We're in early today, aren't we? No reports. No reports. Eclipsed Remy Reserves 3 0, while Marshall's encounter for Ellsbury Paul 3 2. Keenan Mills, Jacob Till, and Jack Ward on the mark. Ben Kelly and Ethan Grant for the Port. Mossley Hill Reserves. Two year grip on the Howarth Gallagher Bowl was relinquished after they lost 2 0 at Hellsby. In Saturday's first round clash, Sam goals from Sam Bailey and Nick. Nathan Leach securing the win. And Nat Chung effort failed to prevent Marshall Reserve from going out against South Liverpool Reserves, who made 5 1 victors. What a save. By the way, the Holland Senegal game's on. <laughs> and that is us. That is. Shall we move on to Sunday's then? The weather took its toll with high proportion of fixtures involving clubs from Newlands Birkenhead Sunday Association Football League. A few clubs who had the foresight to use a 3G stroke all weather pitches have certainly helped ease the end of season congestion. A typical football classic in all Premier Division clash took toll took place in the Cheshire County Football Association Sunday Cup round two tie. That was due to be played last week but was put back seven days due to Neston Nomads' involvement in the FA Sunday Cup. Host Neston Nomads went into a 3-1 lead only for Corsair to hit back with three goals in five minutes to take a 4-3 lead. But Callum Holmston is a 90th minute equaliser to take the epic battle into penalties after finishing a 4 all. Corsair keeper Josh Brooks saved the first Neston penalty from Luke Blondell. Then Corsair then converted all their penalties to win 5 3. Other scorers for Neston during regular three time were Luke Blondell with two and Jamie Gardner, Lewis Clark with a hat trick and a sim- single from Sam Kafferke were on the mark for Corsair. Big winner, Corsair. Massive win. Cheshire Cup. Next time we've got to the final. Yeah. Not sure, yeah. 
Premier Division action seems more attractive than the current controversial problems out in Qatar. <laughs> the current hosts of the World Cup. Leaders Beechwood lost their unbeaten league record to rivals Woodchurch Hotel 2-1. Ben Owens and Michael Berkey were on the score sheet for the Woodchurch with Rob Cole replying for Beechwood. Got a report off both of them, haven't we? Yeah. I've got, I'll read out the Beechwoods first, okay? <coughs> Go on. Okay, match report. Woodchurch 2, Beechwood 1, the game got off to a worst possible start for us. When a de deflected effort left JK footed and put Woodchurch 1 up after 30 seconds. 25 minutes in, we were handed a lifeline after the Woodchurch striker led with his elbow, leaving the ref no option but to show the red. And we all know that, wasn't it? We don't even have to name him. No, we don't need to name Jacko. <laughs> Um, just does it all the time. Marry. Cause he's a great by now. It's always something with that lad. Five minutes later, we got a penalty after the low cross took the armour for Woodchurch player in the box. Rob Coleslot turned one all. Just before the half, Jay Camus read the bounce of a volley from 30 yards and the ball slipped through his grasp 2 1 to Woodchurch. It's unlike JK because he's been clashed for the shows this year. Well, I've got something to say on that matter. Let me finish. Go the on. second half was all beaches as would as would you would expect against any side with ten men, but Woodchurch dug in and defended their area very well. A couple of really good chances went to waste and a missed second half penalty meant that Woodchurch took all three points and our unbeaten start of the season in all competitions come to an end. Football is a cruel game at times. The videos will probably already be out when this is aired, but Rob, the lad who missed our penalty, has scored about fifteen in a row previous and our keeper who made the mistake for their second goal has probably been our best player this season. They'll be kicking themselves for the loss, but they've been huge for us this year, and we'd be much slower down the table without them. We'll dust ourselves down and go again. Next week, there's the float in the cup. Well done to Woodchurch, and up the fucking Soush. Yeah, there's the Woodies 1-2-1 one, one victory versus unbeaten league leaders. Beachwood in a good feisty battle. Took the league after 60 seconds with a Ben Owens strike. Stewie Jackson then received his marching orders for an elbow on their centre half, which left us down to 10 men for 80 minutes. Beechwood were awarded a dubious penalty, which they converted only for us to take the lead through Michael Berkey a couple of minutes later. For 75 minutes, we defended our lead very well and deserved the three points for the fighting spirit shown with the 10 men. Shout out to our keeper, Lewis Burrows, who saved the second penalty with 15 to go. After diving the wrong way, but leaving enough of a foot out to divert the ball wide up the fucking woody. Oh! Now going back to J.K. I was disappointed with him the other week. Surely I played enough games now and goal to be in the goalkeepers' union. Mm. And he, he had a bit of a piss take out of me, offering me coaching one-to-one -one sessions. I think he was doing on Twitter. Don't have a go at your fellow keepers. You're not a keeper, are you? And then go and do the same a week later. Think about it. No, you're not a goalie, are you? Uh, yeah, I'm alright to go. Unless, uh, Unless someone shoots. Except someone I get assaulted. Why well, you assaulted you? Forbes assaulted me, didn't he? No, you, you, you just chopped it, mate. No, I spoke to, spoke to Robert yesterday. He was very, very down. I said to him, it's football. You know... Keepers let one in, missed the penalty, 
There's nothing you can do about that, is there? Well, do you know what? It's Let's be honest, you either took that at the start of it. Someone said to you, you're not going to lose a single game in any competition till, till November. You'd fucking snap that hand yeah. this way. And you'll be top of the league. Yeah, you'll be top of the league. Yeah, you would. Right, where are we? Queen's Park, who had Joe Foster on the score sheet, shared the points for the first time this campaign with draw specialist, Great Float. I wasn't there, but I've got, got to comment on the game. Has the Queen's bubble burst? Um, were we in a bubble? Oh, you were in a bubble, mate. Have I ever said we're in, we're in this bubble? Oh, well, do you know what? Your manager has. Yeah, your manager was. He's, your manager was blowing the bubble. He's new to the game. He, he's he's excited. So is it burst? No. No. Now what? Obviously, I weren't there. My my kids were playing. Well, I say my kids. Just call them young men playing in the Cheshire. So I've spoke to five different people. Five. Five different people, and after speaking to Danny Brooks the first time. I made a point of not asking any other person about certain incidents to let them tell me if they were important enough. Now, all agree that the float were by far the better team first half. But, at nil nil, we, we miss a penalty. There's been a tackle on Levi that's got a booking, which apparently was should have been red. Mm. The keepers come out the box, nailed Max outside the box, and he said he got something on the ball. Max is just running through to score. It's another red card. And then this is the worst one. Second half, Queens have had to go, got an equaliser, and pushed for the winner by the sound of things. They got a free kick on the edge of the box of Queens, and Liam walks his wall out 10 yards. So the wall's inside the box. So as they take the free kick, the wall jumps, blows his whistle for handball, because the arm's in the air. He gives a free kick outside the box. And the lad said to him, you walk the wall inside the box. What did he say? Don't, I don't really know. Disappointed in Liam. Not progressed how I thought he would. <laughs> and, he's a, and he is a flow fan. Oh my god, I can't bear it. I've seen it. many pictures of him out with the float boys. I can't bear it. In fact, I might have to get that picture. So are you blaming the ref now? No, by all accounts, without the them incident, but yeah, the ref had a big part to play. But in the context of, the context of both halves of the game, a draw was probably a fair result. They just draw the floats. They love drawing, don't they? They just draw. Yeah. That result enable Rock Ferry to take full advantage of other results and teams not playing to gain more points to have a chance of retaining the Ryan Giggsy Aberton Trophy as they defeated KRCT Bidston 4-2 in the Premier Division. You've got a report of Yes, I have. I'm going to read that out now. And there's one off the Rock as well. Glad they continued with the report. It wasn't just a one-off last week. Today's game against the current league champions was always going to be a tough tough task against the good Rock Ferry team. However, in the first 45 minutes, we matched and battered them all, in all areas of the pitch and took a deserved lead through Ben Kearney, who reacted first to slot a loose ball into the net 1-0. Rock Ferry created a few decent chances, but were 
thwarted by some great defending and also some outstanding saves from Ian, Th Ian Fergal. We managed to double our lead as Billy New raced away down the right, crossed fully on Clark to get an effort on target that was saved, but again Ben Kearney was in the right place and Cooley slotted 2-0. 2-0 all time. The second half was a different kettle of fish as we found ourselves level 2-0 with the Rocks scoring two quick goals after the restart. The game then changed as we had our keeper sent off for an, an accidental handball outside the box and then the Rocks scored from the resulting free kick. We kept plugging away and had a, a chance to level the scoreline but some good defending put paid to that. And in the final minutes we received another red card for a professional foul, a penalty. It was also awarded that Leon Bimson managed to save but Distal got to the rebound first and put the game to bed 4-2. Football is a game of two hours. If you don't play them both, you come unstuck. It's as simple as that. We have to be better at managing games. However, we can see improvements have been made as the season has gone on. They are positive to take, even if the result didn't go our way and we take them into the next match. One-off. Okay, starts the game poor, we like like we have done in a lot of games this season going 2-0 down first half. We had chances but Bidson played well and deserved the lead. Early goal, second half, changed the game and we pushed on and took control of the game. Another win on the board with the lead being so close. We are right back in it, up the ferry. Mm. Know what I'm going to say? Up the biddy. You've got to keep 11 men on the pitch. Yeah, they get some men sent off every single week. Well, I called it, didn't I, did the week about the rock and said they were still in it. They are still in it. It continues. Mm. Premier Division has 11 clubs and 7 clubs are still hunting for that honour to finish at the top. It's tight, like. And there's going to be a lot more twists and turns, isn't there? Yeah, because... It's going to be a, a lot... I think anyone can beat anyone though, or take points off anyone at least. I think what's in favour of the Rock though, they're out, to, they're out the cup again, aren't they, the Cheshire? Out oh, that one, yeah. Um, Do I have another one? I don't know, yeah. but that's a big headache me, if you want to win the league, the Cheshire. It depends how strong you are, don't it? No, I think it'd be hard for any team this season to win Cheshire down. I don't think anyone's that strong this year, or they like they were in the past when they've done leagues in Cheshire's before. But it continues, this season has proved that nobody can predict the short list of possible champions. One game kicked off in the Maxwell Barbers Division 1, only to be abandoned due to a serious bad injury. Yeah, it's one of the shaft lads, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know who it was, but whoever it is... Who well, it says we hope the player makes a full recovery. Yeah, looks like it'll be a bad one, doesn't it? No one likes to see that. One game that was outstanding from round 2 took place in the David Keith Tracy Cup. But there was no giant killing act for Parkgate Saint Germain, who had Ben Harmon on the score sheet, but dipped to Bushel 7 1. Netting for Bushel were Ben Lovett, Ryan Clark of 2, Dean Fleming of 2, Ben Davis, and Elliot Spencer. And that is us. Just a quick one, wasn't it? It is a quick one. I think maybe after Christmas. We should start inviting someone in. Yeah, we will do, yeah, we'll start doing real. Do you know they can read the reports out and tell us a bit about the team if they want. If anybody wants, is up for it. Try and have a bit of banter, see what we can get out of them. Yeah, 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 well for that. Who's who do you like and who do you dislike? Who's the best ref and who's the worst ref? <laughs> well, yeah, that's us. Thank you.